Jesus. This is Matt from the Man Cave. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. What's your daily devotion for what? November the 28th. What does that mean? It means it's November the 28th, but it also means it's my anniversary to my beautiful wife, Tracy, which was born in Ireland. Throw it into the wash, Matt. It will be grand. I got married uh, because of God. I prayed for a wife. God brought that wife to me a year later after my prayer. That's a great story and a great devotion. Five years. Watch this. Five years after I was married, on the same day, November 28th, I had my first son. His name's Matt Jr. That means it's Matt's birthday. So happy birthday, Matt, November the 28th. Put that in your trivia about Matt in the man cave. You're like, really, Matt? I'm not kidding. Hey, today we're going to be in John's writings. We're in John chapter 10, verse 10. Reads like this. I'm not going to start in verse 10, though. I'm going to start in verse 1. I tell you the truth. The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way, is a thief and a robber. What is Jesus saying here? You're like, Matt, this was your text for your anniversary? Yeah, I'm preaching the Word of God. God's saying that the world, the world, false Christ, false preachers, okay, a lot of people have come up with a way which they say will be acceptable unto God, how they're going to get to heaven. Jesus King of kings, Lord of lords, the bright and morning star, the Alpha and the Omega is coming over the top of them, okay, with the logos, with the word. And here's what he's saying, that there's going to be people who come up with their own script. This is the script. This is God's word. But they've come up with their own way, their own ideas, their philosophy, their thinking, their psychology, and what they think will be acceptable to God. But if we go to God's script, the word, and we go back to the book of Revelation, and we go to the church of Laodicea, he says, you're neither hot for me nor cold for me. He says, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth into the pit of hell. He rejects those people who try to get to their heaven. The wagon wheel, all the spokes on the wagon wheel, they all go to the center, and the center is God. Hey, that's nice thinking. That's not the truth. That's fantasy land. You know what I'm saying? That wagon wheel philosophy, all roads lead to Rome. Well, that may have been true in the days of Rome, but it's not true today. Okay? Jesus said, I am am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me exclusively, this way. Not adding, not taking away. God is so in your face with this. Because do you know how many people I personally know who have added unto the Word of God or believe this outside of the Word of God who have taken a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's almost like cafeteria Christianity. I'll take a little bit of grace. I like grace and a little bit of this. And let's throw some steak on there, but I don't like this hell stuff. And I, I think everyone should go. I think a God of love would never send people to hell. Well, He's not. You're sending them because He chose a way which you could be saved, but you rejected His Son. You rejected the blood. You rejected the words of Christ. Christ says, it's me alone. Now stop yelling at me. Okay, I will. Let's go to verse 2. Listen to this. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. That's Jesus, okay? The watchman opens the gate. That's the father for him. And the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought them out of his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Meaning, God speaks. You know when it's God speaking. That's what he's saying there. I know it. Okay. But they will never follow a stranger. That's why when I run into people who say they belong to Christ, but they're dabbling in things that are contrary to Christ, okay, there's a huge problem with Scripture and there's a huge problem in what they're doing. Why is that? 
because they won't listen to that. If they truly belong to the shepherd, which is Jesus Christ, okay, they would be so aware by way of the Holy Spirit, by way of being born again, by way of the new nature that they have been given, okay, that they would realize that this is error. It's just like our treasury department, which is amazing. When our treasury department is training the agents, okay, to, to find a counterfeits, they never show them a counterfeit. They only show them $100 bills, 20s, 10s, 1s, okay? They show them the real currency. And for months, they study the ink, okay? They study the watermarks. They study all the paper. They study all this stuff about the true currency. So when, so when a counterfeit comes up, they can look at it in two seconds and like, this isn't real. See, that's what Jesus is saying here, okay? He is real. He is the only way, okay? And so a person who says, who says, I'm a Christian, I belong to God, I, I believe what you're saying, Matt, everything you're saying, but you are dabbling in these things, there's a huge red flag. And it's not my red flag, it's Christ. He says it can't be. Christ says they will never, ever, ever, ever follow a stranger or a false doctrine. They won't. They can't. It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. So what does that mean? So what does that mean when Matt knows someone who's proclaiming that they belong to Christ, and who, who are going through all the, acting the same way, doing the same things, going to church, but they're a part of this over here. What does that mean? It's not, they're not saved. They're actors. They're act, you see what I'm saying? You can fake everything. You just can't fake heaven when you're in hell. What, 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 what? It's the truth. You can't fake the Spirit of God resting upon you. You can't fake the peace that surpasses all understanding. Okay? You can't fake being born again. It can't be faked. Good works, they can be faked. Uh, kind deeds, they can, my good outweigh my bad. You can believe whatever you want, but it's not true because I don't have enough time to do enough good deeds to outweigh my bad. Okay, so let's go on to the next verse. That's funny. Guys, that was kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? But that's the truth, okay? Jesus comes back in verse 7 and he says it again. He says, therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth. I, I love when Jesus, who is the truth, wants to premise that he's telling the truth. You know why he's doing that? He wants you to truly realize what he's saying here. Therefore, Jesus said again, I tell you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All who ever come before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. Meaning, Jesus is saying that there's these people who are thieves, they're robbers, they're of the world, they're doing their own thing, they're trying to mix Christianity and this and this and this belief system, it's all going to be okay in the end, I'm a moral person, I'm a good person, I walk this lady across the street, I'm a part of this group, I do these things, all noble acts according to man's standards, but you fall short of the glory of God. In Jesus' words, he says, I'm the truth, I'm telling you the truth, okay, my sheep won't listen to you. My sheep that truly belong to me won't be a part of these things over here. They can't. There's, there, he's, he's telling you. He's saying, I'm absolutely telling the truth. I am the truth. I'm telling the truth. I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? You don't belong to me if you're a part of this. That's what Jesus is saying. And you know what this is, don't you? Look at me. You know what this is. He's saying, if you truly belong to me, and you're going to come through me, which is the gate, okay? You're the sheep. He is the what? He's the shepherd. He's the gate. If you're going to come through him, it's his way. Only his way. It's not his way plus. It's not his way minus. It's his way. Then he goes on to say, he says this, whoever enters through me will be saved, but only those who enter through him. It's not works. 
It's, it's not the wagon wheel. Everybody goes. It's not praying to the universal God. It's not praying to the God who created everything because Elohim not only created humans, he created rats and roaches and skunks. See what I'm saying? They're not saved. Okay, because I know a lot of people think, well, God created everyone. Everyone's going to end up, go, you know, God the Elohim, you know what I'm saying? The great. You've missed it. You've missed the Savior. You missed the script. You missed His way. You missed life and light. You rejected the truth. But you say you are in the truth. Jesus is going to transition here, and He's going to say these words, okay? The thief, though, comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it in its fullness. Do you know a lot of people that I meet? They say they belong to my God. They say that they're Christians. They say that they're believers. They say they, they, you know, that the blood has been applied to their life. There's no fullness in their life. What's that mean? It means they're not full of God. They're full of themselves. They're full of the world. They're full of Satan. They're, you know what I'm saying? That's what it means. God says this. You're gonna have a, there's going to be a difference about you. There's going to be an anointing on you. There's going to be a smell to your life. You're like, a smell to your life? What do you mean? Meaning there's going to be a fragrance about you. There's going to be light coming out of your life. There's going to be salt. You're going to be a conduit of Almighty God living and residing in His temple, which is you. Okay? He's cleaned house. Okay? The old has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. The glory of the Lord is resting upon you. His favor, his blessings are chasing you down. You I'm saying? There's, there's something different about you. It, it's so dramatic. And we've, and again, yes, we have gone over this before, but watch this very carefully. But what does the thief come to do? Still? Who's the thief? It's people. Who else is it? Satan. Still, kill, destroy, maim, ruin your life, ruin your witness. See, let's, let's transition from the lost person here to the people who are in the man cave, which are what? They're saved. They've given their life to Christ. Do you realize that the enemy of your soul, what he, his agenda is for you every day? Have you ever thought about that? God is working for you every day and planning out how he's going to bless you, but the enemy is planning on how he's going to hinder you. He wants to steal your joy, your peace. He wants to rob you of your relationship with Almighty God. He wants to taint the waters. You see what I'm saying? Have you ever gone to a pool and you looked in the pool and someone took a crap in the pool? Did you jump in the pool? You don't ever jump in the pool. You know what I'm saying? And if you ever watch Caddyshack, you know what I'm talking about, okay? And it's, it's not a baby Ruth bar floating in the pool. What I'm talking about is he wants to ruin everything for you. See, you, you're having a great life. God's blessing you, but he wants, to, he wants to season it with what? Poison, with lies, with deception. He wants to kill you if he could, but God said no, so he can't. He wants to ruin your witness so you can no longer share the gospel of Jesus Christ. He wants to just rock your world in the opposite direction okay, of where you're going. Every day that I get up, I realize the God's he wants to bless me and he is blessing me. But I also realize that I'm fighting an enemy who has access to an awful lot of people, okay, who are negative, who are naysayers, and he can move the hearts of those people any way he wishes unless God stops him. And we know who these people are, okay? They're just bent. They're empty. They're destructive in nature. The Bible would call them evil. The Bible actually says that they were prepared for God's wrath. That's how rotten these people are. And so what do I 
I need to do? Well, the Bible says be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Throw yourself into the arms of God. Pray for God's mercy, His blessings, His protection, His provision, that wall of fire, that hedge of protection. Pray that He would pray that God would place you in the cleft of the rock in the shadow of His wings and safeguard you throughout the day. Ask for wisdom. If you ask for wisdom, I'll give it to you. So I'd say ask for wisdom, okay? To, to navigate this, Jesus says, I will lead you with my eye in which way you are to go. But the whole way I'm walking with Jesus and I'm, I'm using God's wisdom, heavenly wisdom, I realize that the enemy is trying to pollute the waters. That his job that day, the demon's job that day, those people he's influencing that day are to ruin my day, to get me off course because I'm on a race, okay? But if I'm stopping and I'm not focusing on God and I'm taking my eyes and I'm looking carnally at a situation instead of heavenly at his perspective, I'm going to have problems along the way, okay? And it seems like that we're not all going in the same direction. All the spokes on the wagon wheel are not going to heaven, okay? If there's ten spokes on the wagon wheel, nine are going to hell. It is the one spoke that says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's going to happen. Today when I'm leaving church, I almost puked. And you're like, what happened? Well, after church they had donuts. And I love donuts. Nobody, cops don't love donuts more than I love donuts. And I always tell them that when they pull me over. You get pulled over a lot. Hey, let's move on with the story, okay? So listen, they have these donuts there. I've never seen bigger donuts. They're this big, okay? And they're that thick. And it had like it had like cookies crumbled all over the top, and it wasn't a cheap donut. I bet each donut cost a buck fifty. And if you've ever seen my other devotion on donuts, okay, you know I don't play games of donuts. There are elect donuts, and there's non-elect donuts. Meaning this: if donuts could go to heaven, there's some that's going to heaven, and some donuts that don't even need the title donut, they should go to hell. They're so skinny, I'd have to eat twenty-five of them, and they're stale. Okay, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm ranting. Yes, yes, yes. Let me go there. I'm walking out of this little room that gets me outside, and they have a little area that you sit and you eat your donut and your coffee and I do I do appreciate that. Watch this. There's this guy standing there with a pink shirt. Pink shirt Matt. Look at look at look at give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Matt doesn't go that way at all. And I know what the word of God says in Leviticus and Romans 1 and Galatians and 1 Corinthians about that nonsense. Need I say more? Watch this very carefully okay. He has a shirt on. He said, and it has all these animals on it, right? It, it has a, a cow and a pig and a chicken and all these animals on it. And I, I, I'm like, what, what in the world? Pink shirt with all these animals? So I'm looking at the shirt. I'm, I'm trying to look at all the animals. And this guy's, I don't want to be obvious. You know, I'm kind of doing this number. Like, men, if you're single and you're looking at a pretty girl somewhere, you're like this. You know, and you act like you're doing this scan. Like, this is really smart. Men, women pick up on this like a million times. And we think we're so smart. She's there. And we think, well, I'll scan like this and I'll look at her and go <laughs> does it work she knows you're checking her out you'd be better just to roll like this and not take your eyes off her oh my goodness she's hot hey okay listen that's a freebie okay so I'm kind of scanning him but I don't want him to see that I'm looking at him you know what I'm saying because I don't want thinking I'm making fun of his choices okay because that's the way I think this guy was leaning but I'm not going there okay I'm not going there in this devotion but I will but look at look at so all these animals okay and it says friends not food. Meaning, the animals are his friends. Meaning, I guess he's some kind of vegan or vegetarian. Right now, he has just made an enemy with Matt in the man cave. I, I really, honestly, I'm glad I didn't have, I wasn't packing heat. Or I didn't have an uh, a edged weapon on me. What would you have done? Nothing. <laughs> look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. You know what? We always play baseball when we first start the devotions, okay? And I'm always throwing the heat. 
he gets two strikes, okay? Pink, and he, he, friends, not food. I, I wanted to get, look at, look at, I'm gonna look online and here's what I'm gonna do next Sunday. And you know, normally I dress really nice, but I think I'm gonna wear a black t-shirt and have all the animals, food, not friends. You know what I'm saying? And, and then I'm gonna say, hey Larry, did I tell you about the three inch fat steak I had yesterday? Man, that thing was three pounds. I ate that thing. I just, I think I ate half a cow. It was so delicious. Hey, you know what? I also had a side of roast beef and a chicken. It was rotisserie, delicious. Look at, look at. God in his word says he made all the animals for us to eat. The nut jobs out there, the tree huggers, all those people. You make me sick! <laughs> you don't make me sick. You just don't have all the, you don't, you're missing out. You don't make me sick, but you're missing out. You know what I'm saying? How many Boca burgers can you eat in a lifetime? You're like, Matt, you're kind of veering off. I know, I know. It's been that kind of devotion, okay? Watch this, okay? They're thinking. I'm going somewhere with this. You think I can't tie it in, don't you? My wife's laughing at me. She's like, there ain't no way you're tying this in. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no way. Hey, hey, food, not friends, okay? Look at, look at. I'm not shaking the hands with the cow before I chop his head off and eat that bad boy, okay? Watch this very carefully. Their thinking is off. So their eating habits are off. If I really thought that was my friend, would I want to eat my friend? I'm not some cannibalistic kind of guy. I'm cool. Okay, well, but what's this? What's this? If our thinking is off, our decisions are going to be off. Do you understand? This guy thinks it's wrong to eat animals. His thinking is off. Is it wrong? That's Who's the first one to kill an animal? I wanted to go up and preach the word to him right there, just get in his face. Do you know who the first person was in Genesis to kill an animal? It was God! Matt, you're yelling. I know. You want, you want to hear a funny story? Because this one's gone everywhere. Let me hear. You can't see it. There were some people over there. And, and they, uh, the, the, I'm doing the man cave. And they're looking at the camera and everything. And so they're getting real close. But I start preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Right? And what happens? Doesn't take long. You're either attracted to Christ or you're alienated by Christ. You could be alienated by me also. Also. Okay? But listen, listen, listen. I, I, when I was real quiet in the beginning, they were kind of just kind of sneaking around trying to listen. But when I start preaching the Word of God, guess what? They don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Because the Word of God is convicting. If I have sin, i got to get rid of it because God says the sin is poison. It will destroy me. I can't eat cake and get to heaven. I have to have the meat of the Word. I have to have the milk of the Word. But I want a little bit of cake. But I can't have cake all the time. You're like, man, are you going anywhere? Yeah, enter the sheepfold, okay? This is Matt from the Man Cave.